Get Off the Couch, Episode 3. Hi, I'm Matthew Hinman. In 2013, I lost over 60 pounds cycling and eating better. Unfortunately, I gained back about half that weight in 2014. This podcast is my journey toward losing that weight through cycling, better nutrition, and healthier living. I hope that my journey will inspire you too to get off the couch. So you're needing that website set up really fast and you need a good hosting company. Well, let me tell you about DreamHost. For just $8.95 a month, you can host any size website with options like WordPress, e-commerce, with just a click of the mouse. And when you use promo code GOTC, you'll get a free domain registration. So if you haven't bought that domain yet, you can get it included with your hosting at DreamHost. They have web hosting made easy. So head over to dreamhost.com and use promo code GOTC to get your free domain registration. Welcome back to another episode of Get Off the Couch. I'm your host, Matthew Hinman, and I thank you for coming back for another episode. There's so much I want to talk about today. I do have a couple of guests lined up for future shows. Uh, so be looking forward to that. We have some people that are going to talk about some different forms of exercise. One of them in particular, mountain biking. We're also going to talk a little bit about proper nutrition in future episodes with some guests. And of course, we'll always bring you tips and advice on nutrition and cycling uh, as we go along. One of the first things I want to bring to your attention this week uh, was a great article that I found on Livestrong, and we'll have that posted on the show notes on getoffthecouchnow.net. And this particular Livestrong article is called How to Train Your Brain to Love Healthy Foods. That is a tough thing to do, and it was for me in 2013. Unfortunately, I got out of those good habits last year. But you can change the way you eat. You can focus on healthier foods. Well, some of the things that they use in this particular study that are mentioned pretty clearly here in the article is they have two columns, one called forget that and the other one called visualize this. And it specified things like instead of eating potato salad, eat a green salad with tomatoes. Instead of eating French fries, eat a baked sweet potato. Instead of eating canned fruit, eat a raw apple. Now, calorie for calorie in in pound for pound, your, your calorie counts are going to be less. You're also going to reduce the number of, of carbs that you're eating. Now, of course, like we mentioned before in previous episodes, if you're physically active, you do need some carbohydrates. Uh, you need that to, uh, to continue on and refresh your, your muscles. But when we're talking about things that you might want to snack on, there are healthier alternatives to that, and they don't cost any more. In fact, in some cases, they may cost less. For example, maybe it's in your habit to go to uh, the local coffee shop and get a Frappuccino. Well, those things are just chock full of sugar and, and, and other things that you really don't need. Just switching to a normal cup of coffee will take a lot of that sugar out of the picture. But that said, when it comes to caffeine, you may want to regulate your caffeine intake. Some people are more sensitive to caffeine than others, 
Me personally, I stay away from it. I don't drink a lot of caffeine during the week just for health reasons. It can, you can get to a point where caffeine has a detrimental effect on your body and especially when it comes to getting fit. Uh, so be thinking about that. Well, some of the other items they mentioned on the, uh, the comparison was instead of getting chips, have raw veggies and hummus, which is a, a good choice. Instead of having buttermilk pancakes with syrup, have peanut butter on toast. So these are, they give you some alternatives that you can look at. Uh, good article. I thought it was well-written. It's by Maggie Moon, who is a registered dietitian out of LA. And she's authored several books. And these are, these are good choices that you can make. I encourage you to read the article. I will have it posted up on the show notes later. Now for our gear review of the week, we're going to talk about the Giro Bravo gloves. These are available over at JensenUSA.com. Some of the most affordable gloves you can get, but I have to tell you, they're some of the most comfortable riding gloves. The Giro glove, the Bravo model in particular, they're not expensive. I believe the 2014 models are under $15 a pair. You can get even some of the older models, the 2012 models from Jensen for about $8 a pair. In a, in a couple of different sizes, I think. These are good looking gloves. They're also good fitting gloves. They're easy to put on and put off. They're very comfortable. They have the gel padding you know, on the leather palm. So in, you couple that with, with having gelled uh, or the spongy uh, bar wrap, it's going to be a much more comfortable ride. You're going to have a lot less hand fatigue one of the things a lot of riders get is they get that kind of a tingly feeling in their hands. You see a lot of riders shaking their hands when they're riding. This reduces a lot of that, this particular type of glove. So the Giro Bravo gloves, either the 2012 or the 2014 models are my gear of the week. And I use them personally. I like them a lot. I'm on my second pair, about to go into my third pair now. They, they will wear out after about a year. And of course, if you change a few tires with them on, you can dirty them up pretty fast and they're really hard to get, get clean after that. But you know, for the price, you just can't beat it Buy two pairs at that price. Now for our app of the week, this is something I want to talk to you about uh, that I use regularly every time I ride and it's called the Runtastic Road Bike Pro. This app is available on both the iTunes and the Google Play Store. This app is very similar to the other Runtastic series of apps. They do have a Runtastic for running and walking, and they also have a Runtastic for mountain biking, which I have not tried yet, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to review later on. But let me tell you about this one. This is a GPS tracking and history app, but also can take in other cycling performance data. It does have Bluetooth capability. So it can couple with other devices like the, uh, the Wahoo or the Polar heart rate monitors. Uh, you can also use the Runtastic speed and cadence sensors, which come in very handy. Now, I've used this before with different products, including the Polar, uh, the Wahoo uh, speed and cadence sensors, and it performs exceptionally well. It is not as harsh on battery use as many of the other GPS cycling apps out there. And we'll be reviewing some of those later, but I'll mention some of those here now, like map my ride 
Strava, some of those other ones, it seems that they are a little bit more battery intensive than Runtastic, at least in my experience running on an iPhone 5S. It may be different for you, maybe on Android, it may work a little bit differently, or maybe on a newer model of iPhone, it may use battery in a different form in a different fashion. But I've been very satisfied with this particular app. And let me tell you one thing I really like about the Runtastic road bike app compared to other apps. And that is that it has vocal coaching built in as part of the app, at least in the pro version, which is about $4.99, I think, on either store. So five bucks well spent. This has the voice feedback built into the system. And it's wonderful. You can pick a voice that you like and you can tell it to re- repeat your feedback after so many much time or so much of a distance. So, and you can choose what information you get back. So you're, you can have, if you have this thing set up on your bike where you have the volume up loud enough to hear it, or if you have a single ear uh, Bluetooth headset in, in your right ear, uh, and we'll get to talking about why that's so important later, you can get the distance, duration, your pace, your speed. And if you have the sensor set up, you can get your heart rate and your cadence. Now it does have a calorie feedback as well, but in my experience, the majority of these apps are very, very liberal in their calorie calculations, and I really don't trust them. Uh, you're better off getting your calorie uh, estimations from things like um, Livestrong MyPlate and maybe some other uh, apps out there uh, that, that may give you a little bit more of a, an accurate reading. But you can also have it speak on certain events like your heart rate zones. If you're wearing a heart rate monitor that's Bluetooth capable and you want to reach a certain heart rate zone and maintain it, that is a good tool to have that to give you that feedback. And I think you'll really appreciate having that. So wonderful app, really good. And let me talk about listening on the bike. Uh, this is related to this same topic because you want to be able to hear your feedback. But if you're riding a bike, it is not a good thing if you're out there on public streets of having earbuds in both ears. And it's just too dangerous. And I tell you, you cannot hear traffic coming. You cannot hear things going on if you're listening to your music blaring in your ears. Now, it's okay to have one earpiece in or a Bluetooth in your right ear. And why do I say right ear? Because if you're riding with traffic like you're supposed to be doing, then you want to have that left ear available to hear what's coming up on your left side. Traffic, anything like that. And even in your right ear, you'd want to have it pretty, pretty low volume, something just so that you can hear your feedback and go from there. Cycling out there is a, I wouldn't say it's dangerous. I don't want to say that, that is dangerous. You can be safe out there if you're following the rules of the road, you're respecting cars in the road and other riders. And, and I think you'll be a lot safer with that. Use the Runtastic road bike app properly and you'll be happy in the end and and you'll be able to track it of course there are social options built in you can share your your rides on uh, facebook google plus twitter via email whatever you like so there's and a, well, just a lot of different compatible hardware that you can get for it so i highly recommend it we'll talk in another episode later about road road biking and cycling on the road and paying attention to the rules of the road so we'll get to that a little bit later. Now for the weigh-in. 
So here's my weigh-in for this week. I weighed in today at 235 pounds. So I am in a downward direction. Granted, it was only a pound lost uh, between last week's weigh-in at 236. But it is still going in the right direction. I am feeling better. I do have still you know, a lot of extra weight I'm carrying around. Some, some pants just don't fit right anymore. I'm working on getting back into those. As for my ride stats, uh, circumstances this past week did not allow me to get a lot of riding in, including trainer time. So I got about an hour on the trainer for an entire week. That's pretty pathetic. I'm going to say it right now that for me, uh, that doesn't even come close to meeting what my goals are for the week. And I want to do more. And I probably could have lost an extra pound if I had have spent more time on the trainer or outdoors on the bike. So as the weather improves and as it gets lighter later in the day, I'll be able to spend some more time, quality time on the bike and, and hopefully bring that weight down. Now I want to share with you just briefly, uh, Nikki was on the show last week. Nikki is doing amazing, amazingly well, and she's not even cycling. She's uh, just eating better uh, and controlling portions and, and uh, not buying a bunch of junk for the house here. She's already down to 211. And remember earlier, she was at 225 pounds. So she's lost uh, right at 14 pounds just in the past couple months. So she's doing exceptionally well, a little better than I am. And that's kind of out of the norm. I'm going to tell you right now, guys, you tend to lose weight faster than the girls do as a rule. And it may be that, that I may just pass her up entirely before too long. Cause that did happen in 2013. We were both losing weight. I passed her up pretty quickly. But guys tend to lose weight a little faster. We'll get in some discussion about that in a future episode about the differences between women losing weight and men losing weight. Right now, for us in our household, what's been working for us is cutting back a lot of the junk food that we used to buy. When we go shopping, we don't buy a lot of the stuff that we used to buy. We don't necessarily buy a lot more healthy items as much as we just don't buy a lot of the junk that we used to. So we don't keep bags of potato chips in the house anymore. We don't buy buckets of ice cream anymore. E- even just cutting out those things, and of course, uh, sugary sodas and things like that, y- you can really easily grab those things and and go with them or you know, sedentary on the couch and you're watching a movie and next thing you know, you've, you've polished off a bag of chips. We don't do that anymore in our house. And I think that's helping us all, all the way around. And we definitely feel better. So what are your goals? How are you doing? Uh, what's, what's working well for you? I'd like to hear your feedback. In fact, I have a way that I can get a little message of yours right here on the show. And that is if you go to getoffthecouchnow.net on my main website, there on the right-hand side, it says, send me a voice message. And if you'll just click that and using the, the microphone built into your laptop or a desktop microphone, just record me a little message of maybe a minute or so and give me what works for you, what what tips that you may have on cycling, tips on nutrition, anything that you like or share your milestones. Hey, I started losing weight at the beginning of the year and I've lost X number of pounds. I want to hear those and we'll incorporate those in future shows. I would love to have your voice be heard on this show. So a couple of things too, while you're at the website, I'd like to mention a couple of sponsors that we have there. We have nutrition.com. There's a link there on the left-hand side. So next time you're looking to buy some nutritional products, 
please check out nutrition.com and go through my website there for that. In addition there, if you're looking for some cycling gear, Jensen, wonderful, wonderful place to go to for bike gear. Very affordable. They're out of California. Nice people. Easy returns if you have an issue with a product. Easy returns, and but I have only had to return one item in all the years I've been buying uh, bike gear from them. So very happy with that. Uh, so go check out the website, getoffthecouchnow.net. Don't forget, we're on Facebook and Twitter as well. I'll be back next week for another episode. Hopefully have some uh, guests in here next week. And uh, that'll you know, I think you'll really enjoy the folks I have lined up to join us on the show. The only thing I'd, I want to do before I close up right now is I want to say, please think about what you're putting in your mouth every day. Think about what kind of food you're eating every day and decide, do I really need this now or is it something I can wait on? So maybe you need to occupy your mind with something different before you take that in and think about what you're eating. Also think about ways that you can be more physically active. What I want you to do is thinking, how can I get off the couch? 